0: office. For many of us, getting COVID has been much easier than getting the vaccine. But a special group of pandemic heroes is working to change that. They are the vaccine fixers, who wrangle appointments for those on the brink of giving up. Today, we'll meet two of these modern-day Good Samaritans. Hi, I'm Kevin Coughlin for MorristownGreen.com. Thanks for tuning in. That is Ambrose Dunmanell's computer, reminding him it's time to start the hunt. He and his wife, Kim, have mastered New Jersey's Byzantine system for scheduling vaccine appointments. They've helped dozens of people, from members of Kim's church in Morris Township to grateful strangers. How do they do it? Why do they do it? Let's find out. So welcome to Kim and Ambrose Dunmanell. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. Hi. Pleasure to be here. Full of disclosure here, like many people in New Jersey, I was having um, some difficulties getting a vaccination lined up, and a friend recommended you folks and Ambrose, you were so quick, it astonished me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was immediately curious about why anybody would want to do this and how they they got involved. So tell me how the two of you, your husband and wife, how you got involved helping people... (laughs) like me, <laughs> get vaccinated?
1: Uh, well, I mean, we basically got started in this uh, when um, Kim became eligible for a vaccination. We wanted to get her uh, signed up as quick as possible. And
0: Who's that in the background? <laughs> the dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Remy. He's a COVID puppy. <laughs> uh, Remy, have you been vaccinated too? <laughs> Not high enough priority. He's too young.
1: <laughs> so we uh, we started with the obvious techniques of just trying to sign on to uh, the websites, but we quickly figured out we had to get more sophisticated in order to get into it. Uh, we started to develop some techniques to speed the process up, and once we signed up, Kim, a few friends started asking, and uh, once we had them, more, and it just kind of snowballed from there. We kept learning new procedures and getting – quicker and easier at finding the appointments and getting more and more people interested.
2: And and it was like, it, it's amazing how much things changed in a matter of week. We first started when it was uh, just ShopRite was really the only game in town, you know, besides the uh, state, you know, signups. And it was difficult. People don't really realize how difficult it was at that time. And then all of a sudden, then uh, CVS and Rite Aid, you know, they kept jumping, you know, every week we had to keep changing our tip sheets because we also send out computer tip sheets to people that are computer savvy. And that's been helping too.
0: And Kim, you're a member, I believe, of um, one of our local churches, right?
2: Yes, I'm a member of the Morristown Unitarian Fellowship.
0: So were you hearing from a lot of... uh congregants there that they were having a hard time?
2: Yes. One of the things I do uh, is we have a little movie group and that, you know, I, I was helping out with that. And then I posted in our uh, Facebook site that, you know, I was available and we, we got many calls because m- many of our uh, uh, congregants are, are elderly and they needed help. And then also, after you know, and then that spread from friend of a friend and all, and uh, it kept growing.
0: So, we're speaking now at the end of March. How many folks would you estimate that the two of you have helped so far?
2: We have directly signed up, we're going to say about a hundred. Wow. And then, and then also, like I said, we've sent out tips and we've known that that's been successful for uh, many
0: people. Now, Ambrose, has there been anybody in particular? who you just couldn't help?
1: Well, the really tough people at the moment are the people who can only take the J&J vaccine. Uh, We have one client who recently uh, had COVID and is worried about side effects from getting the multiple uh, shots from the Moderna and Pfizer. And as of right now, there just aren't any J&J vaccine appointments to be found. Uh, We're still trying, but as of yet, they've been waiting for a couple of weeks and we haven't been able to find anything for them.
0: So you're a full service operation then. (laughs) Uh, well, to the extent that a couple of clients who we
1: just, who could not travel more than a few miles, we're actually going to drive them, uh, or Kim is, uh, because we just couldn't place them any other way.
0: And how much do you charge for all this? Nothing. Nothing.
1: We are strictly volunteer. We don't ask anything in return.
0: So some judge didn't give you community service for some heinous crime?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> and we don't want to be seen as scalpers by charging anything. <laughs>
0: How much time does this take up for you two?
1: Uh, I am going to say we probably average around about an hour and a half uh, work per appointment. So, I mean, it's been about four hours a day for the last two months.
0: But some of those hours are pretty lousy, right? Uh, I don't know that those hours are too lousy. Uh,
1: We have to uh, get up in the middle of the night to catch some of these websites But honestly, uh, I don't know that it's really that tough. I kind of enjoy it.
2: It it depends on when you, if you know it. Like, for example, right now, CVS is posting at midnight. So if you know you can kind of plan your day, it's been when they do these switching things around that it can be difficult, you know, (laughs) wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, goodness, it's not doing it right.
0: It sounds a little bit like like whack-a-mole.
2: It (laughs) can't be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's also like getting hamilton tickets or or, or new york comic-con tickets if a similar thing <laughs> so
0: is there kind of a, a thrill to it a challenge shall we say
2: oh yes there is i would
0: certainly say so Do you feel competition between the two of you
2: no he does most of the uh, computer work i do mostly
0: uh public outreach are you both retired I'm retired. And Kim?
2: Pretty much so. We don't know yet.
0: (laughs) Well, one of the things that intrigues me is that you get contacted by perfect strangers, in my case, imperfect strangers, who voluntarily cough up a lot of personal information. Does that surprise you?
2: Well, people are desperate. I mean, you know, we don't like taking personal information. We, We were very concerned about that. But some of these sites, that's what they
1: demand. Some of the websites do not require very much information at the time of sign up, some of them require quite a lot. So I'll usually start with the basics of contact information, and then stop and say, you've given me enough for me to sign you up at X, Y, and Z location. But if you want me to do a complete search, then you're going to have to tell me additional information. And usually they're fine with telling me the additional information.
0: What do you do with that information after uh, you get the appointment for people?
1: uh well we keep the stuff on a database on the
0: computer
1: and uh essentially we delete uh, the most personal stuff once we found uh, the information and then printouts of the things are uh, set aside for shredding
0: gee it seems like there's a lot of marketers that would pay you a lot of money for that
1: <laughs> well again <laughs> we're not in it for the money
0: so uh, how many different sites do you have to track Uh, For making the appointments, it's actually
1: usually a relatively small number of sites at any given time. We have tracked um, Rite Aid, ShopRite, CDS, St. Michael's Hospital in Newark, uh, some of the mega sites and so on. But usually there's only two or three at any given time where we have all the secrets to tracking down the appointments quickly. So at the moment, it's only two or three.
0: And over the uh, the course of these last uh, couple of months, has one consistently been easier than the others?
1: Uh, it has varied. The most consistently easy one has probably been St. Michael's Hospital in Newark. But at times, CDS can be easier.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard the same thing about St. Michael's. Why do you suppose that they've been uh, so so good?
1: Uh, well, frankly, it's it's a question of our techniques. They have a website that is particularly easy to navigate, so we are able to spot when they post appointments, jump on rapidly to get them, and that, they haven't changed. They've been consistent the whole time, so I haven't had to keep on changing techniques with them.
0: What kind of skills are essential to do what you two are doing?
1: I think you need... The basic computer skills, comfortable using web browsers. I've used a bit of computer programming.
2: Also keeping track, we do, there's that big um, Facebook site with uh, New Jersey vaccines. And also we ha- we uh, follow a tweet, there's like a vaccine update, you know, so keeping watch on that, if, you know, if you see what other people think and what they has been successful for them. We've been doing it mostly on our own, but, you know, uh, we, we refer to these sites uh, you know, often.
0: And Kim, what's your take on this system that we have? It seems to me a, a bit of a hodgepodge.
2: I mean, it's it's sort of unfortunate. You were asking about sort of the thrill of getting an appointment on the computer, and there is a thrill, but it's com- too competitive it, it can be. If you go onto some of these big sites and you'll see people, and they're very happy trying to help people, but you can see that The competition, you know, they're getting a thrill of that. And you realize you're competing against other people that are just trying to help others. You know, it, it can get a little crazy. And I mean, you know, I mean, it's all been the matter of supply. If we had enough supply, all these things would probably have been much easier.
0: You're listening to What Do You Know on the Morristown Green Podcast. When we come back, we'll ask Kim and Ambrose for their secret sauce. Here at Morristown Green, we're doing our best to help greater Morristown stay informed during these challenging times. But we need your help. If you can, please make a contribution at com slash donate. And if you'd like to sponsor the Morristown Green podcast and reach a large audience that lives within earshot of your business, drop me a line at morristowngreen at gmail.com. Or give a call at 973 944 0530. Now, back to Kim and Ambrose Dunmanel, the vaccine fixers. Ambrose, uh, I notice uh, you have an accent. You're from uh, across the pond. Is this working any more smoothly in the UK?
1: Well, in the UK, everything is essentially done centrally through the national health system. So essentially, you provide your information to the government as part of your sign-up for national health, and they just let you know when to come in. So yes, in a, in a major sense, I think it is done more smoothly and equitably in the United Kingdom.
0: How far along are they right now? They
1: have taken the approach of vaccinating as many people as possible and holding off beyond the recommended timing uh, for the second shot. And it is a bit of an unknown that nobody has actually done clinical tests to see if you can wait 12 weeks between shots.
0: I think, uh, Kim, uh, you mentioned that you've gotten your vaccinations. And Ambrose, how about yourself?
1: Uh, Yes, I got my vaccination a couple of weeks after Kim.
0: And uh, any reactions?
1: Sore arm, a little bit tired after the second shot, but uh, not worse than a flu shot the first time and not worse than a TV shot the second.
0: Yep. Any advice that you would have for people that are still uh, awaiting their shot? At the
1: moment, uh, the most consistent way to find uh, appointments is to go onto the CVS vaccine site at the stroke of midnight and search. They only open their site for a few minutes at a time, so literally between midnight and a few minutes after midnight. That's what works as of right now, and it is important to prepare your browser in advance of the opening. Do
0: you have to be a real computer wizard to make this work? You
1: don't have to be a computer wizard, but you do have to get ready before the site opens. You basically have to go onto their website, click on one of the states that has appointments available, not New Jersey, but say Alabama, click on schedule an appointment now, answer the questions and get to the point where you can do the zip code search. Doesn't matter that you didn't use New Jersey in the first place. You do all of that in advance, And then at midnight, you start your search.
2: Yeah, because just a matter of a a mistypo or something can just mess the whole thing up. It's that quickly. You can lose an appointment. You could be in and... Something messes up and it's gone. But I do want to give a shout out to our state sites and everything. I mean, people should still register. We we have been hearing, you know, they're getting appointments from the state and also from like Atlantic Health and all
1: that.
0: Now, are you two still taking uh, you know calls from folks? Yes, we are.
1: <laughs> right now, uh, we're actually at the point that we do not have anybody waiting except those who specified they only wanted J and J.
2: Yep. Because I'm also, we also, the town, sent my town sends us people as well. We, we reached out, we did a Facebook, uh, I, I posted in the, my town Facebook, and we had gotten many clients that way.
0: So if people wanted to reach you, how should they do so?
2: In, on Facebook, if they, I asked people to direct message me.
0: On Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. Have the two of you been involved in other charitable endeavors over the years? Not
2: like this. I mean, a little bit here and there, but nothing to this level.
0: So, uh, one of you mentioned earlier that you enjoy this. Uh, what is it specifically about this that gives you enjoyment?
2: Well, you just hear some of the stories. You know, we first started helping with a lot of elderly people, and, you know, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking. They want to get their vaccine, they want to see their families and, and such. And, you know, and they're so isolated, they can't use the computer. They can't, you know, it was kind of a system rigged up against them. Uh, so, you know, when you hear how happy they are, it is really heartwarming.
1: Uh, I retired at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, and I was probably not quite ready to do so, but uh, the time was kind of pushed on me. And since then, uh, I've been looking for things to fill the time, and specifically something that uh, has a satisfying purpose. And uh, Yep, in a way, searching for vaccines is a game, but at the end of the day, instead of getting a high score, you, uh, you know you've helped somebody, and that's a great deal more satisfying.
0: And what branch of science were you both in? Um, I was a
1: uh, biological research scientist.
2: I'm a mass spectrometrist in chemistry.
0: <laughs> so this whole experience, what have each of you learned about yourselves by doing this? It's been a very
1: satisfying experience, and I think that this will help me in transitioning into retirement in finding something that is not about making money that uh that gives one a purpose in the remainder of my life.
2: It does give you a purpose uh it just it just learns that you know how much I really enjoy contacting people, talking to people, and all that. I mean, always knew that, but I, now I truly know that. And, and, you know, hearing people's stories, I wouldn't want to work again. Like where I worked before in the lab, it was very quiet. Everybody worked on the computer, you know, and I did not like that at all. And I do like working with people and that's what I really
0: learned. Have you gotten any nice, uh, Thank yous, gifts, that kind of thing from people?
2: Yes, although we don't encourage it. uh, You know, some have snuck in and, you know, we we really appreciate uh, the cards we have gotten.
0: Well, Kim and Ambrose Dunmanell, thank you so much for all you've done for people. And thank you so much for talking to us. You're very welcome. It was our pleasure. Thanks again to Kim and Ambrose Dunmanell. For joining us on the Morristown Green Podcast for What Do You Know? Our thanks to Marion Filler for today's sound bites. Thanks also to Domenico Randazzo for his original music. Check him out at Domenicosounds.com. Thanks also to Kevin McLeod. Find his music at Incompetech.com. And thank you for listening. For MorristownGreen.com, I'm Kevin Coughlin. Now, Let's all roll up our sleeves and say goodbye to COVID.